Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Husband. Yeah, wife. Do you remember what happened last time? I mean, we're still talking about, like, Joseph Jacob descendants and stuff or something. 
Moses. And Moses, that's right. We're but, talking about but they Moses. are. That's okay, the but yeah. we're not talking about Moses in regards to them guys. We're talking right. about Moses in regards to him leading people from Egypt and from shit. Egypt. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So, so now today we are doing what chapters again? Exodus chapters four, five, and six. Okay, let's get this shit on the road. Oh my god, could you be less enthusiastic? I'm tired, so probably I could be less enthusiastic. <sighs> you should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, so Exodus chapter 4. Awesome! Sorry, I'm making up for my enthusiasm. Hey! Yeah, you just blasted everybody's fucking ear holes, babe. Sorry about that, everybody. Oh, my God. So anyway, we're still um, under the storyline from last time, which was the call of Moses. All right. Wow. <laughs> Faux enthusiasm. Not cool. Sorry. Sorry. But Moses protested again. What if they won't believe me or listen to me? What if they say the Lord never appeared to you? Because I know that's what I would say. I mean, <laughs> I 
I've been wondering that the whole time. Like, why don't they just sound like crazy people to other people? Right? Like, if I just came up to you and I was like, husband, God totally appeared to me. What I'd would you be like? Be like, what does that mean exactly? It was a total burning bush yakking at me. I'd be like, what were you drinking at the time? And what if I was just like water? I'd be like, who had access to that water before you drank it? So no matter what I told you, though, you would automatically just go straight to the fact that I'm a cuckoo bean. I mean, yeah, I'd be looking for a reason because I don't want to send you to a loony bin, but I will. Oh, my God. (laughs) See, we've had the same discussion with, like, aliens and, like, I love to play the what if game. Like, what if aliens came down and, you know, would you believe me if I told you? And the answer is always no. No, no. Because I'm, I'm, I have, I have to see it. I have to see it. I know that you have to see it, but like, I don't know. There's something so disappointing knowing that if I saw something and you didn't see it, just, oh, well, don't got my husband on board. If you told me that you saw somebody that was driving down the street with Trump flags for doors and like five billion, I would believe that. We live in Ohio. We've seen that. So, of course, you would believe that. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, even more ridiculous than normal. Or, or um, I would believe you. There's a lot of things I would believe, but things that don't, like, sit with Anything my magic. known bit of the universe. You don't believe in that magic. That I have more trouble with. Or supernatural or anti-science. It would just take a preponderance of evidence to convince me, that's all. Okay, but, like, remember that time when I told you that... Um, I don't know if it was a ghost. I'm not saying it was a ghost, but... When the marshmallows um, flew across the house? Yes, the marshmallows flew from the kitchen to the laundry room. And I told you, I don't know if it was a ghost. I'm not saying it was a ghost. I'm not saying it was anything supernatural. I'm saying this thing happened, and I don't know what it was. See, I believed you, though, that it happened. I just don't know what it was. Right, right. I mean, but that's That's what I'm getting at. Like, if I told you... Babe, I'm not saying that this was God, but there was a burning bush that definitely happened and there were was a voice coming out of it claiming to be God. Would you believe me that that happened? <sighs> and I'm if I'm like freaking out and I'm not like trying to convince you God spoke to me in a burning bush. If I'm like I saw something crazy today and So I'm inclined to believe that you believe what you saw. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, I'm not saying it was God. I'm just saying this weird-ass shit happened today. This weird thing went down. And I'm inclined to believe that you believe what you saw. But you would not believe me that it actually happened. I would... Do you believe me about the fucking marshmallows? Yeah, but I don't I don't know what it was that caused it. So, but would you believe me that there was? Not that I believe that there was, but that there was a burning bush. I mean, I could believe there was a burning bush. And a voice coming out of it. Poss- or, yeah. Or no, a I mean, voice poss- coming out of somewhere that appeared to be the burning bush. Like, would you believe me that something weird ass thing happened? I mean, my first question would be, why didn't you grab your phone and, you know, take a video of it? Well, okay, but I didn't have a chance to grab my phone with the marshmallow bag that well, flew across the house. obviously, because it already flew across the house. You just right. heard the noise. Right. And you didn't actually see that happen. No, I didn't. But 
I did know where the marshmallow bag was before I left the kitchen and the cat was with me in the living room and she made the same face I did. Like we both looked at each other like, what the fuck was that over there happening? Right. And we both went to go examine it and the marshmallow bag was not where it had just been, which was by the coffee machine in the kitchen. And instead, it was across the house in the fucking laundry room, like as though something had thrown it over there. All right. I love this conversation. We've now gone on for like three minutes about nothing related to the Bible. I know. I just like, I want you to believe me, not that I think a magic thing happened, but that I witnessed an unexplainable thing that I'm sure is scientifically based, but I don't know what it was, but it happened. I believe you about the marshmallows. I just... Have lots of questions, that's all. As do I. I'm not trying to convince you it was a ghost or magic or aliens or supernatural. I'm just saying, babe, a weird thing happened that I can't explain. Sure. And I I, I probably would believe you. I just... you. Pro- oh, my God. <laughs> you don't believe me that the marshmallow thing happened. No, that's not, that's not, that's not it. That's yeah, not it. you don't believe me in the marshmallows. No, I think that... I, I want know. a divorce. I don't know what I think. I want a divorce. You don't believe me. No. I refuse. Then believe me. Read the damn Bible. <laughs> okay. I'm going to read the damn Bible. Okay. Even though you don't believe me about the marshmallows. Okay. hate you. Mm. Then the Lord asked him, what is that in your hand? A shepherd's staff, Moses replied. Throw it down on the ground. I threw it on the ground. <laughs> Remember? Um... When, okay, nothing, never mind. I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't? Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, I just spit on you, I think. Sorry. Okay, so remember, um, um, what's his name? At, and Adam, Andy Samberg. And, Adam Samberg? I don't know, whatever. Adam Samberg. Adam Samberg. And remember, he was singing about, um, somebody told me happy birthday, and I didn't want your, um... Your generosity, so I threw it on the ground. Lonely Island, the band, yes. Yeah, 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 but I don't think he was doing it with Lonely Island. Okay, well, still. It was a, I think it was a Saturday night, whatever, who cares? Doesn't matter. Anyway. Are you just going to talk about nothing but other things than the Bible Everything other than the Bible. Like, we're going to be here for like an hour just talking about whatever you feel like talking about today? Absolutely. Okay. Because the Lord told him, throw it on the ground. Okay, Okay, can we get through one more sentence? Maybe. Okay. Okay. So Moses threw down the staff and it turned into a snake. There. Moses jumped <laughs> Moses jumped back. Then the Lord told him, reach out and grab its tail. Oh, I would never do that. Why would God want you to grab the snake's tail? I don't know, but that sounds mean. And why would it turn into a That's dumb. It's random. It's arbitrary. So Moses reached out and grabbed it and it turned back into a shepherd's staff in his hand. Hmm. Perform this sign, the Lord told them. Then they will believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, really has appeared to you. Then the Lord said to Moses, now put your hand inside your cloak. So Moses put his hand inside his cloak. And when he took it out again, his hand was white as snow with a severe skin disease. The fuck? Now put your hand back into your cloak, the Lord said. So Moses put his hand back in, and when he took it out again, it was as healthy as the rest of his body. This is some weird ass shit. Yeah. I never heard this I think this guy was on drugs. I don't know what happened, but I know it was weird. That's my theory. 
The Lord said to Moses, if they do not believe you and are not convinced by the first miraculous sign, they will not, they will be convinced by the second sign. And if they don't believe you or listen to you, even after these two signs, then take some water from the Nile river and pour it out on the dry ground. When you do the water from the Nile will turn into blood on the ground. Okay. I just have to pause again. And I know, but this time is Bible related. Okay. So he is calling these magician tricks miracles right i think of a miracle as like oh my gosh i had cancer but now i am cured or wow the house was on fire but suddenly the fire disappeared and everybody was saved amen i mean he gave him a nasty skin disease and then he but took he it back gave away. it to him before he took it away right. like just a snake turned into a staff right before having turned into the snake in the first that's not a miracle that's a trick right a miracle is I walked up to a person were, who already had a disease and cured them. If you were like David Blaine and could go back to Jesus times. Oh my gosh. You could be God. He would be God because magic. Right. Not miracle. Magic. It'd be amazing. It's so annoying. This is annoying. But Moses pleaded with the Lord. Oh Lord, I'm not very good with words. That's because, did you know this? I believe he was a stutterer. Moses really? stuttered, yeah. And so he was like, mm, I don't really want to go in front of people. So um, according to, I forget, we had a, oh, we had a friend that was like deeply into like Jewish and Bible-y stuff and reading all that. Mm -hmm. And he said that oftentimes um, Moses's brother would publicly speak on his behalf. He would speak for him because Moses was a huge stuttery stutterer. Hmm. So I just find that interesting. So he's like, I'm not very good with words. I never have been and I'm not now, even though you have spoken to me. I get tongue tied and my words get tangled. See? There it is. Then the Lord asked Moses, who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak, hear or do not hear, see or do not see? It is I, the Lord. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it not I, the Lord? Question. I saw the question mark and I was like, I had to have read that wrong. He decides, huh? He decides. So, so everybody that's blind or... Sorry, but God fucked you. Yeah. He just decided. He's, he just decided you should be that way. Yep. Yep. And everybody that stutters, like Mr. Biden, sorry. He decided that. God just decided to fuck you. You're yeah. fucked. Sorry. Can, I'm we, sure can it's we say some... it one more time? He's an asshole. God's a dick. He's a dick. This God of this Bible. Right. I don't know about any old God in general, but... Because there was apparently multiple. Multiple. But right. this one from the Bible, the dick. Christian Bible, total dick. Total dick. Now go! I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you on what to say. But Moses again pleaded, Lord, please send anyone else. Then the Lord became angry with Moses. All right, he said. What about your brother, Aaron the Levite? I know he speaks well, and look, he's on his way to meet you now. He will be delighted to see you. Talk to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with both of you as you speak, and I will instruct you both in what to do. Aaron will be your spokesman to the people. Oh, maybe it wasn't our friend that told me that. Maybe I just knew it from the Bible. Hmm. Maybe. I don't, what? I don't know. I, whatever. Whatever. He will be your mouthpiece, and you will stand in the place of God for him, telling him what to say, and take your shepherd's staff with you, and use it to perform the miraculous signs I have shown you. Hmm. So... Moses argued with the the God and won. So wait, you're telling me that Moses had to bring his brother in, much like a magician would have an, 
Um, a bunny costumed assistant. Right, yeah. <laughs> so it was like a song and dance act type thing. You know, you had, the, you had the person doing the show and then the person presenting. And Yeah, so yeah. you've got like the tap dancing assistant that distracts everybody while you shuffle your cards and right. pull flowers out of Sounds your... Sounds a little suspicious to me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Moses returns to Egypt. So Moses went back home to Jethro, his father-in-law. Please let me return to my relatives in Egypt, Moses said. Moses said, I don't even know if they are still alive. Go in peace, Jethro replied. Before Moses left Midian, the Lord said to him, return to Egypt for all those who wanted to kill you have died. Oh, I have a question. that's lucky. Did you just move on to another chapter? No. Oh, well, this no. is just a different section. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. Still on chapter four, whatever. Got it, got it. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey, and headed back to the land of Egypt. In his hand, he carried the staff of God. And the Lord told Moses, when you arrive back in Egypt, go to Pharaoh and perform all those miracles I have empowered you to do. They're not miracles, motherfucker. <laughs> They're magic. But I will harden his heart so he will refuse to let the people go. But Why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. Because I'm a dick. Then you will tell him, this is what the Lord says. Israel is my firstborn son. I commanded you, let my son go so he can worship me. But since you have refused, I will now kill your firstborn son. What? So God's going to make him do a thing that he's going to then punish him for? Yeah. That's so fucked. Yeah. Like, yeah. what What even is that? That's, uh, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Like, I'm literally... The dude has no choice, apparently. Because God's going to make God's him... going to make him do this, and then he's going to punish him... For doing, for doing the, the thing, thing that he made him do. Yeah. Yeah. That's so dumb. That is the dumbest. Why don't you just make everybody be healthy and happy and good to each other? Yeah. You're why God. You, he's playing all these fucking games with these people. Right. Yeah. This is gross. On the way to Egypt, at a place where Moses and his family had stopped for the night, the Lord confronted him and was about to kill him. What? I don't know. I'm just reading these words, man. But Moses' wife, Zipporah, took a flint knife and circumcised her son. She touched his feet with the foreskin and said, Now you are a bridegroom of blood to me, whom she said a bridegroom of blood. She was referring to the circumcision. Are you following this? What the fuck's going on? No, I have no idea what okay, is going on. Cause like Moses is, this is Moses, right? And oh, God was going to kill him. Moses, the Lord confronted him and was about to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause that seemed like it came out of like absolutely out, out nowhere. Of nowhere. And then, so, so God's about to kill Moses. 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 I know I keep fucking up his name. <laughs> So God's about to kill Moses out of the blue for no reason. And Zipporah circumcised her son right quick and took the cut off foreskin and, and touched feet. Moses' feet and was like, you're bridegroom right quick. What? Uh, what? Okay. And after that, the Lord left him alone. I do not understand. I do not understand either. I need more context. That's pretty much that it. Because that was dumb. That, that was it? That was... Now the Lord had said to Aaron, go out into the wilderness to meet Moses. So Aaron went and met Moses at the mountain of God, and he embraced him. Moses then told Aaron everything the Lord had commanded him to say, and he told him about the miraculous signs the Lord had commanded him to perform. Magic, not miraculous. Then Moses and Aaron returned to Egypt and called all the elders of Israel together. Aaron told them everything the Lord had told Moses, and Moses performed the miraculous signs as they watched. Magic. Not miraculous. 
Then the people of Israel were convinced that the Lord had sent Moses and Aaron. When they heard that the Lord was concerned about them and had seen their misery, they bowed down and worshipped. The end. Okay. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I'm a, I, like, I didn't follow that. No, me neither. Okay. So, um, I guess God was like kind of ticked off because Moses was arguing with them. I guess. But then he was like, well, your wife chopped off your son's wiener skin, so I'm happy now. And then rubbed it on your feet. (laughs) rubbed it on your feet. I guess you're good. what the fuck? (laughs) I guess I forgive you. (laughs) Uh, There's so much I could say, but it's all obvious. Let's just go on to the next chapter of shit. Yeah, that was chapter four. Okay. Okay, here we go. Exodus chapter 5. Moses and Aaron before Pharaoh. And you told me the last one was too quick, so I'm going to try to read fast through here, okay? Is that what I told you? Yep. That it was too quick? No, it was too long. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't quick at all. And now you're fucking me up. Look, I'm off to a bad start. I, I'm fucking you up. Yes. You said the wrong words, and I'm fucking you up. <laughs> yes. Stop saying wrong words. I can't help it. I'm so backwards. Okay. Okay. After this presentation to Israel's leaders, Moses and Aaron went and spoke to Pharaoh. They told him, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Let my people go so they may hold a festival in my honor in the wilderness. Is this so? Retorted Pharaoh. And who is the Lord? And why should I listen to him and let Israel go? I don't know the Lord and I will not let Israel go. I mean, I can see you know, that argument. Fair, fair. What, you just show up at somebody's place and be like, I say this person said this and you're going to do this. If I was um, like why? boss king man in charge, right? I'd like, be like, what's, what's no. my incentive here? Yeah. No, thanks. I don't, I don't really get it. Not that I'm like defending um, kings of slaves and whatnot and what have you. I'm pretty sure I could have your head taken off right now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what you're thinking here, but no. Right, right. Okay. But Aaron and Moses persisted. The God of the Hebrews has met with us, they declared. So let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness so we can offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. If we don't, he will kill us with a plague or with the sword. Pharaoh replied, Moses and Aaron, why are you distracting the people from their tasks? Get back to work. Look, there are many of your people in the land and you are stopping them from their work. Fair, fair, fair. I thought he was just presenting this information to Pharaoh at the moment. Yeah. But apparently everybody else was stopping their work and listening. They're like, oh? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) That same day, Pharaoh sent this order to the Egyptian slave drivers and the Israelite foremen. Do not supply any more straw for making bricks. Make the people get it themselves. But still require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quota. They are lazy. So he's punishing them for... For listening to Moses and Aaron. Okay. Yeah. That's why they are crying out, let us go and offer sacrifices to our God, because they're lazy. Load them down with more work. Make them sweat. That will teach them to listen to lies. <laughs> That's not how it works, but okay. Right. do that. Yeah. Like, every leader ever knows that making more work for your people is going to lead to an uprising or lots of turnover. Right. So the slave drivers and foremen went out and told the people, this is what Pharaoh says. I will not provide you any more straw for you. Provide any more straw for you. Go and get it yourselves. Find it wherever you can. But you must produce just as many bricks as before. 
Yeah, yeah. I added that part. Yeah. So the people scattered throughout the land of Egypt in search of stubble to use as straw. Meanwhile, the Egyptian slave drivers continued to push hard. Meet your daily quota of bricks, just as you did when we provided you with straw, they demanded. Then they whipped the Israelite foremen who had put who they had put in charge of the work crews. Why haven't you met your quotas either yesterday or today, they demanded. I think you know the answer, they said back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they should have said back. Yeah. So the Israelite foremen went to Pharaoh and pleaded with him, please don't treat your servants like this, they begged. We are given no straw, but the slave drivers still demand make bricks. We are being beaten, but it isn't our fault. Your own people are to blame. But Pharaoh shouted, you're just lazy, lazy. That's why you are saying, let us go and offer sacrifices to the Lord. Now get back to work. No straw will be given to you, but you must still produce the full quota of bricks. That's a dick right there. Why is it when some people, like, there's some people in the world, when you ask them for something that's extra that they don't want to do for you, mm -hmm. that they then punish you? Because mm -hmm. these people exist in the world. Yeah. Still. Why? Why is that a thing? Why don't you just say no and move on? Because... People that are in power got that way by being assholes, and they're assholes. Right. I mean, they wouldn't be all up in charge and have slaves if they weren't already assholes. I guess. I guess. The Israelite foremen could see that they were in serious trouble when they were told, you must not reduce the number of bricks you make each day. As they left Pharaoh's court, they confronted Moses and Aaron, who were waiting outside for them. The foremen said to them, May the Lord judge and punish you for making us stink before Pharaoh and his officials. You have put a sword into their hands, an excuse to kill us. They're not wrong. Right. They're not wrong. True. Okay. Next section, but still the same chapter. The Lord's charge to Moses and Aaron. Uh -oh. Alexa, stop. Damn us for not seeing the time. Damn us for not dealing been with done Alexa. if you wouldn't have made that last section so damn long. The marshmallows. It was about the marshmallows. Whatever. Whatever. Then Moses went back to the Lord and protested, Why have you brought all this trouble on your own people, Lord? Why did you send me? Ever since I came to Pharaoh as your spokesman, he has been more brutal to your people. And you have done nothing to rescue them. The end. Hmm. So that's the end of chapter five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if this concludes in chapter six. Sounds great. See you guys there. Continuing on with chapter six. All right. Then the Lord told Moses, now you will see what I do to Pharaoh. When he feels the force of my strong hand, he will let the people go. In fact, he will force them to leave his land. Mm -hmm. And God said to Moses, I am Yahweh, the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as El Shaddai, God Almighty. But I did not re reveal my name Yahweh to them, and I reaffirmed my covenant with them. Under its terms, I promised to give them the land of Canaan, where they were living as foreigners. You can be sure that I have heard the groans of the people of Israel, who are now slaves to the Egyptians, and I am well aware of my covenant with them. Therefore, say to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will free you from your oppression and will rescue you from your slavery in Egypt. I will redeem you with a powerful arm and great acts of judgment. I will claim you as my own people and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God who has freed you from your oppression in Egypt. I will bring you into the land I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Finally, 
Like, you swore to give it to three different guys. Now you're finally going to follow through, eh? Right, right. I will give it to you. Well, anyway, he did say it was going to be a little while. Right. He did say, you know, this shit's going to happen. Right. So I don't know why, because he controls everything. So why did this have to happen? But I bet he's not as empowered as he pretends to be. Either that or he's... A dick. Like a complete and utter dick. He's either a dick or a lying dick. Right. Either way, he's a dick. Yeah, true. I will give it to you as your very own possession. I am the Lord, exclamation point. So Moses told the people of Israel what the Lord had said, but they refused to listen anymore. I don't blame them. They had become too discouraged by the brutality of their slavery. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame them. Then the Lord said to Moses, go back to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and tell him to let the people of Israel leave his country. But Lord, Moses objected, my own people won't listen to me anymore. How can I expect Pharaoh to listen? I'm such a clumsy speaker. But the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them orders for the Israelites and for Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. The Lord commanded Moses and Aaron to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt. These are the ancestors of some of the clans of Israel. The sons of Reuben, Israel's oldest son, were Hanok, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. Carmi. Their descendants became the clan of Reuben. The sons of Simon were Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jakin, Zohar, and Shal. Shal's mother was a Canaanite woman. Their descendants became the clans of Simon. These are the descendants of Levi as listed in their family records. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Levi lived to be 137 years old. The descendants of Gershon included Libni and Shammai, each of whom became the ancestor of a clan. The descendants of Kohath included Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uzil. Kohath lived to be 133 years old. The descendants of Merari included Mali, Mahli, and Mushi. These are the clans of the Levites as listed in their family records. Amram married his father's sister, Jochebed, and she gave birth to his sons, Aaron and Moses. Amram, Amram lived to be 137 years old. The sons of Izhar were Korah, Nepheg, and Zikri. The sons of Uzil were Mishael, Elzaphan, and Zithri. Aaron married Elisheba, the daughter of Amnabab and sister of Neshmelam, and she gave birth to his sons, Nadab, Abihu, Elizar, and Ithamar. Is this God talking right now? No. This it's is just, just listing boring. Off. Okay. The sons of Korah were Asir, Elkanah, and Abisaph. Their descendants became the clans of Korah. Elizar, son of Aaron, married one of the daughters of Putiel, and she gave birth to a son, Phineas. Phineas? Mm. Whatever. These are the ancestors of the Levite families according to their clans. The Aaron and Moses named in this list are the same ones to whom the Lord said, Lord said, lead the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt like an army. It was Moses and Aaron who spoke to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, about leading the people of Israel out of Egypt. When the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, he said to him, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, everything I am telling you. But But Moses argued with the Lord, saying, I can't do it. I'm such a clumsy speaker. Let me ask Why you. should Pharaoh listen to me? The end. Oh, okay. What now? Well, let me ask this. Okay, so so God's telling Moses to go back up there and talk to Pharaoh, right? Mm-hmm. Why would Pharaoh even entertain them a second time? 
I don't know why he hasn't killed them already. Right? To be yeah. Honest. Like, like basically, based on what happened the last time, it sounds like they should be close to like almost being killed. Right. Not, right. not like y'all. Some rabble rousers up in here. Right. Yeah. And and yet they're maybe, gonna go back and talk to him. Maybe because um. I'm just going out on a limb here. Maybe because Moses was raised by that princess and maybe the princess begged on his behalf, like, don't do this to my adopted son, Rob, I guess, but he had to run away, though, right? Right. I mean, like, they should have killed him for that. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I'm. You asked why and I'm presenting a potential reason. That's no, I know. That's the only one I can think of. But then of. he comes back and he starts ranting about fucking God, God. and bushes is burning. And, right. And to a, to a person who go. doesn't even know who God is. Yeah. Or what he is or yeah. what the fuck he's talking about. Well, and I'm like, did you show him your magic tricks yet? I, didn't, I missed that if he did. I don't think he showed him That's his magic tricks. That's probably coming up. But like. Like, why didn't you do that the first time? That's why God gave those magic tricks to you. Yeah. I'm just. Nothing they do makes sense in these things. It's not that nothing they do makes sense. Is that clearly there's more to the story. And the story we are given makes no goddamn sense. So I don't understand why people are like, this story is awesome. And I'm like, mm, but is it though? Yeah. It's really not need awesome. Need more context. Need more information. Yeah. This story is shit. This right. story is trash. And if there is more to it, where the fuck is it? Yeah. Because the Bible's like the end all be all from what everybody always says. Right? So. I think that we should make it our goal after we finish all these Bible-y things to read some of the other things that, like, the missing and found pieces that were left out of the Bible. That'd be cool. I think that's what we should do and see if that helps yeah. clarify some storyline. Definitely. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Um, we've been a little off with our schedule lately. Trying really we're... hard to catch up and get back on track. Yeah, so bear with us and... Uh, Hopefully things will return to normal soon. Yep. We'll see. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Husband. Yes, wife. Um, is there a way for people to contact us? Well, sure. They can uh, get on our Twitter account. We have a Twitter account? We do. What is it? It is sacrilegious underscore D. Like, D for discourse? Yeah, they wouldn't let me put the whole thing, so I had to shorten it to underscore D. I hate them. Yeah, that's disgusting. How do you spell sacrilegious? Do you know? I don't want to. Just look it up in a dictionary <laughs> or something. I don't I don't want to do that right now. You know why? Sacrilegious you, underscore D, okay? Because you messed it up and I made you fix it. That's why. Yeah, yeah. What about an email? Yeah, we got that too. What Sac- is it? sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com Oh, well that's easy. Yeah. As long as you know how to spell sacrilegious. Right. Well, definitely get a hold of us. Let us know what you thought of the episode and, you know, any comments, hate mail. We love that kind of stuff. Also, you could answer some questions that we leave throughout or, like, correct my pronunciations. Yeah, please. bad, wrong, and horrible. Because we suck sometimes. Absolutely! Oh, also, you know, if you like this shit or whatnot, um, like, Give us a like on your podcasting app and stuff, or even leave a comment or something. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Goodbye.